0: with Zone nicotine pouches.
1: Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network, presented by Wheel and Engineering and also brought to you by Hercules Tire. I'm Hannah Newhouse, joined each and every week by Kyle Rickey, who has a beautiful, sunny Connecticut, for the Stafford Motor Speedway behind him, and is currently telling me to hurry because he's hot. Kyle, I don't feel like you've been able to say that uh, for quite some time because... It's starting to get cold up there. So just just appreciate this moment, Kyle.
2: It is. Uh, it's. <laughs> I mean, it's nice out. You know, outside, it's, you know, 70, 75 <laughs> degrees. But the sun coming in off the, the glass, uh, it's a little toasty in here.
1: That's okay. Well, we'll get through this there, Kyle. Uh, over the weekend, though, speaking of hot, the ARCA West Series was out in California. Had a beautiful weekend of racing. Uh, the temperature hot outside and on the racetrack, uh, it was a chaotic Napa Auto Care 150 presented by Berco Redwood. Uh, I was actually out in Reno, and Kyle, you were sending me updates, and it <laughs> seemed like every update I got was a screenshot from track pass of a car in the wall, a car being spun out, lots of smoke, um, and after reviewing the race, your, your screenshots were a pretty accurate representation of that race
2: what, 11 caution flags for 69 laps in a race that was only 150. So almost half of the race uh, under the caution flag, the biggest incident uh, late, in event, late in the event uh, between Jake Drew, Cole Moore, and Jesse Love, all racing for the lead, getting into each other in turn number one. And uh, a brand-new race winner came out on top when all was said and done.
1: Yeah, pretty cool to see Paul Pedrinchelli Jr. get that win. And actually, a late race caution being that of the last lap. Uh yep. The driver said that he was frustrated to see it come out, the caution come out, because he was in second and was stoked with a second place finish. Would be his highest finish form in the Arkham Menards West Series. So uh, he was bummed that the caution came out because he didn't think he was going to have a chance even at second. Joey Ies took the top, Paul took the bottom, and was able to muscle his way down on that green white checkered, get the win, the points. We have one race left, Kyle, in the West Series. Phoenix, a couple weeks away, they'll race, they'll start the weekend off uh, with their championship race. Only a handful of points now separates the top five.
2: Jesse Love, a one-point lead over Paul Shelley, who with that win climbed up to uh, within a point. Jake Drew, three points back in third. Joey East, fourth, five points back. And Cole Moore, fifth, six points back. So it's going to be a, a wild finale. I hear the car count. Uh, the entry list continues to climb every day at the Phoenix Raceway coming up on November 6th, the race that can be heard here on the Motor Racing Network, uh, the championship race for the Arkham and Arts West series.
1: I think you'll usually see a lot of your, you know, Ty Gibbs, your DGR yep. cars that make the trip out for that, which uh, is great to see the car count. But personally, I kind of want them to all stay home because there's such a good championship battle going on here to see an upset winner like that, you know, could really shake up the point. So either way, good to see the car count good and looking forward to watching that race. We talked about the Pinty series a lot over the last couple weeks, they wrapped up their season in a triple header at Delaware. A few weeks ago, LP Dumoulin was able to capture that championship in a dramatic weekend. We'll talk to him here in just a little bit about that championship weekend and collecting it another Pinty Series championship. But first, of course, we've been joined by Logitech as a partner this latter half of the season, and our own Woody Kane was able to sit down with William Byron to talk about what it's like to have an iRacing team in the championship event. Take a look and listen here.
3: The last two years having Nick win the championship last year was huge, and I mean, when uh, Steve Myers came to me and asked me about Uh, possibly starting a team I was I was excited for it but I didn't really know how it was going to work and how much money it was going to take and all those things but Jody over the iRacing side of things has done a really good job and we've done a good job kind of you know getting sponsors like Logitech and making it work so yeah it's nice to have Logan in the championship this year and Uh, Two years in a row, we've had somebody go for the championship.
1: For all of your iRacing news, featured videos, and more from the world of iRacing, you guys can go to iRacing.com. This iRacing update is brought to you by Logitech G. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll talk to L.P. Dublin when we return here on NASCAR Coast to Coast.
0: Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights. Whelan also produces white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on-site to meet the toughest industry certifications. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, trusted to perform since 19. 52
4: Gamers, start your engines. Meet the next generation of racing wheels. The award-winning Logitech G design is re-engineered to dial into your game physics, delivering unprecedented realism. Feel every shift, drift, and hairpin turn like never before. Our latest innovation in force feedback technology connects directly to end-game simulation engines and physics to produce higher fidelity, real-time responses. Through design, engineering, and the love of driving games, Logitech G takes racing simulation to another level. Go to LogitechG.com.
1: Welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. We talked about the Pinty Series, who wrapped up their championship a few weeks ago, and we're joined now on the guest line by the champion himself, L.P. Dumoulin. First off, you win Backdrop of the Year. I was just given Kyle Heck earlier on in the show. I think you have him beat here. That's a pretty cool setup you got.
3: (laughs) There you go. Just for you, my friends.
1: Awesome. Congratulations on that championship. We're, We're glad to have you on the show.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Let's talk about um, the last weekend of the season, uh, three races in 48 hours. How much pressure is that for the driver? How much pressure is that for the race team? Because you had a race on Friday night, you had one day to breathe, and then back-to-back races on, set, uh, on Sunday to determine the championship.
3: Yeah, it was uh, a huge challenge for the drivers, but uh, especially for the team, uh, knowing that, you know, that, that whole championship was within two months, 10 races within two months to start with. Uh, and I think the Pinty series did very well on dealing with all the curveball we had through the season as well. And we ended up with three races within one weekend. at our, uh, the team did an outstanding job because we were actually 11 points behind Alex Tagliani before the, the start of the weekend. And um, we had a very good plan. Uh, if the car was going one way, we were doing this. Or if the car was going the other way, we had, you know, another plan. So I think uh, everybody was really focused. Uh, we stayed calm and uh, and we were just ready to go. We, we, we were very pumped.
1: I think staying calm was a huge part of it because it seemed like every time I would read the race recaps after each night, a lot of chaos at the Delaware Speedway, a lot of tensions flying. Um, at what point, kind of throughout that weekend, did you guys realize that that championship was thoroughly in your grasp and it was gonna be more about maintaining and not so much chasing?
3: i, I honestly, starting a weekend, I knew that uh, that we had a good you know shot at it. Let's put it that way. it's it's NASCAR racing. It is short track racing. We're going to Delaware. A lot of those guys, that's where you're from. A lot of drivers were, you know, pretty much born driving there, and, um, you know, there's always a whole deal about, okay, so Alex, you know, is 11 point ahead of you, and what's going to happen during this weekend? I was like, hey, guys, there's a bunch of other great drivers, great team back there that they they had some problems during the season, but they want to prove themselves. They want to prove their sponsors and fans. They want to do well, and we're going to have to drive our championship among those guys, and they are good. Very good. So, in my book, I was not focusing too much on the championship lead. More and thinking about we need a fast car, we need to be very good driver, and we need to be thinking about the other people around that will be racing very hard to get the win and to get a good way to enter into the, the off season. You know, so we had to fight among all those guys, and um, for us, the pressure was high. But at the same time, I was like, we have a shot at this thing if we have a fast car, if we're able to fight up front. That's the only way to do it. And um, I think once we were up front and the speed of the car was comfortable, I was really thinking about, I got to finish my races. I got to be, you know, top five every every races. And if I can fight for the win or the the podium, then we'll attack and we go for it, despite, you know, all the other stuff fighting against Alex. Unfortunately, he he had some problems. And at the end of the, the, the weekend... We ended up fighting against, uh, you know, Kennington and Ranger for the championship in the last race.
2: And you mentioned three outstanding names there that are our staples uh, as yourself in the NASCAR Pinty series. Overall, uh, 10 races, a great roster. How would you rate the competitiveness of this, this 2021 campaign because it seemed like there were a half a dozen or more drivers running for the win about every race.
3: A, we have you know former IndyCar drivers. We have former Cup uh, Series driver. We have people coming from all kinds of racing. Um, super good late model drivers as well, coming from you know different series. And every NASCAR driver knows if you if you're good at late model stuff, when you come up the you know the ladder and you you, you come and fight against uh, uh, you know us in the NASCAR Pinty Series, they 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 did really well. So the competition. From my point stand of view is very high and very good uh, and the, the teams are awesome too. so uh, it's tough. it's a tough gig and on top of it I mean uh, as up to the fans that we were all there and for you know for the last the weekend there was a tons of fans in the, in the stands and uh, it was it was fun to feel a bit more like normal and uh, end up that season 2021 season uh, with a lot of cars, a lot of fans, sponsors. And then, uh, of course, getting the big trophy on top of it was uh, the perfect way to end it up.
1: And to continue that question, kind of with the the competition caliber that is in the Pinty Series, you're now one of three drivers uh, that now has at least three or more championships in the Pinty Series, which is a pretty cool accomplishment all within itself. Was that something that you felt was on the radar when you first entered Pinty Series competition? And, you know, when you found that out, I mean, what are those emotions to know that, hey, your name is going down in the record books of essentially one of the best in Pinty's?
3: I mean, yeah, I couldn't imagine that at the beginning. That's what I was saying earlier on. I mean, when I started Pinty Series, uh, I was a road course driver, and then I had to learn all the oval stuff on top of it. It was not just like a speedway, like a super speedway or different type of stuff. I, you know, had done some, you know, 24 hour Daytona and then Homestead and then, you know, Fontana stuff before, but it was all robo I was doing. Now I had to learn really short track racing. And then again, all those guys are really good grinders. It's, 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 it's been a tough gig, but you know, weather tech been behind me since the beginning of that whole, uh, oval and road course uh, stuff. And we got three championship together working super hard every season and there's not one championship that's the same you know like it's just, the first one is like okay we got one and then the, and then the second championship was with my home team and then this year was a different one you know with the the whole pandemic stuff and then it just we worked so hard not knowing where we were going but we just just kept the faith kept working super hard and uh, extremely hard. proud of my team and sponsors, partners and fans. I just it's just I'm still on a, on a cloud right now.
2: And you answered my next question on how this championship kind of stacked up to those other two, uh, all three very different. And this one, especially in, in a different, different era of the way we're living right now. And you said that the, the season ended. On a more normal like weekend, the fans were there, the sponsors were there. How are things up uh, in Canada right now, as far as the whole COVID situation is concerned? Are things returning to normal?
3: Well, yeah, exactly, and that's that. That was a big deal because uh, the whole uh, preseason was uh, was really hard, and then the, the the series did very, you know, very well. The NASCAR Fifty Series did very well, trying to keep everybody happy because you know if you go one way, sometimes it keeps the other team not happy as much, and then. So they did their best. And I think that uh, it was great for our sponsors, uh, WeatherTech and Benmark, to be out there and then have something out of this year. Even if it was not easy, we had to start the season later and then compress the whole season. And everybody knows it's, 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 it's tough to prep those cars, go from a road course car to an oval car. It's uh, overtaxing all the crew in the shop to prep all those, uh, those beauty. And then uh, at the end of the day, it was tough, and it, I think it's getting better in Canada right now with, you know, the, the situation. And uh, we can see the light uh, at the end of the tunnel here to come back in 2022 with a, with, a, with a full season across Canada again. And that's what we're looking for and have, you know, back to a normal program as much as possible. And um, let's try to go get for another one.
1: And we saw NASCAR kind of uh, here stateside adapt and absorb things that they were kind of forced to do in the COVID era. That being, of course, us not having practice this year. Uh, you guys more so forced into a double header. You had primarily double headers and uh, the triple header that came, of course, due to a rain delay as a driver yourself, did you enjoy that double header format or do you kind of look forward to having single races, you know, maybe back on the schedule for
3: 2023? I, I mean, I, again, I was from former cars before NASCAR and, and I, I can deal with sprint racing, no problem. I like it too. But uh, as far as when you go NASCAR racing, from my point, I think we need the longer race, we need strategy, we need we need our, our crew to be involved over the wall and then keep the show for a longer you know, distance, let's say like 200 lap instead of 150, 150. And uh, I think for the preparation as well, it Really helps when it's a longer race. You go with one car, and you can uh, mentally get set for a longer race, and then the intensity goes higher and higher as the race goes on. And um, so there's there's a lot of little things that gets in 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 in, uh, in the road there to make it better for me if it's a longer race. Um, so I mean, I guess for the fans, it's some people likes it when it's you know two short races. But for us, we need to prep two cars, because if there's something happening in the first race, you need another car ready for the second race. And uh, that that's a lot of work in the shop, and that's a lot of money involved as well to get all that going. So, uh, and you know, for the road course, like Mossport, we have one race on the Saturday, one race on the Sunday. Uh, you have, as a driver, to think about, you know, the next day, you still need your machine to, to, to be doing well. So, um, yeah. It was, I think it was good for this year, and then, you know what? Again, as you said, we adapt to the situation, and I think that's the force of the series, the force of the team, and then even the fans were understanding that, you know, it was that easy this year. We did adapt to it, but I think uh, we're ready to
2: go back to normal. More do you normal. have any int- uh, yeah, more normal, exactly. Uh, <laughs> do you have any interest in, in racing back here in the States? Is, is there any ser- opportunity, or, or do you want any opportunities – potentially of coming back to the States and running in NASCAR's national series? Oh, I would love it.
3: I would love it. I mean, uh, the first championship I won in the NASCAR Pinty series was uh, with uh, Mario Goslin as a, as a, as a crew chief. So, uh, you know, we we stayed uh, very good friends and he actually, Mario keep helping us, you know, when we have questions and stuff, you know, he's always ready to answer and help. So Mario has got his X-Fifty team going and he's got a lot of good cars uh, I, I follow them and I maybe at some point uh, I can jump back in one of those uh, cars. And uh, I would love to start, you know, with uh, some track. I know uh, obviously, road course for me would be probably uh, a good way to, to go back at it. I love the Glen, I love Road America, and then uh, never been to Charlotte, the Robo, never been there. So that could be fun too. But um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's, uh, that's something I would love to do, but I, I really enjoy myself here. With the NASCAR Pinty Series and uh, with WeatherTech, I mean it's been ten years now with WeatherTech as a as a primary sponsor, and uh, man, it, it it goes quick ten years already. So uh, it's as uh, it's something I really? share. I mean, I'm very happy and proud of, and I want to keep that going for sure. And uh, I got two, two, two little boy, three and five years old, so they're they're growing fast, and uh, they they kind of like uh, engines, so that keeps me busy too.
1: I say that's always a recipe for trouble. That's when my dad found out I liked cars <laughs> and yeah. engines too. It was game over for him. But LP again, exactly. congratulations on your championship. It's been fun to watch. Hopefully, you do get to come stateside here and race with us eventually. Of course, Kyle and I always so bummed to not see uh, you know the truck series back up at uh, Canadian Tire. That was one of our favorite trips to see the Pinty's guys and also uh, just that that area in general. But congratulations. Uh, looking forward to watching you next year and enjoy the off season.
3: We will. Thank you so much for having us.
1: Again, guys, your 2021 NASCAR Pinty Series champion, L.P. Dumoulin. We're going to take a quick break, and when we return, we've got your Whelan Engineering uh, driver spotlight.
0: Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights. Wheeland also produces white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheeland product is proudly designed and manufactured manufactured in america and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications whelan engineering a global leader in the emergency warning industry trusted to perform since 1952
2: sir are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour Get back to NASCAR roots by driving headfirst into the new home of grassroots racing. Flow Racing keeps the original NASCAR tradition of dirt track racing roaring with more than 1,300 live and on-demand oval events from across the U.S. Learn how the next generation of NASCAR drivers is prospected in sprint car racing. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash That's floracing.com
0: forward slash go MRN. Now-
1: Welcome here to NASCAR Coast to Coast for our Wheel and Engineering Driver Spotlight. We're joined now by Brittany Zamora, who we'll talk about it a little bit later on in the show, Brittany. But you had a pretty exciting weekend of your own at the Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway. The first female to ever win on the 5.8. Uh, how exciting was it to get that finish and what were kind of the emotions in victory lane?
5: Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was only my third start at that track, so going in, my expectations were come out clean, get a top five, and you know just keep learning. Because uh, last time I was at that track was a year ago, so I wasn't sure. You know, with just the updates and every race, the drivers get better. So uh, I definitely knew I had a challenge in front of me, but to come out there with a win was definitely exceeding our expectations and. Um, I didn't even know that I was the first female to win at that track until I got out of the car. So (laughs) it was pretty cool to, you know, win and hear that information at the same time, because there's been some really great drivers there in the past, both guys and girls. And so to be able to do that and go down the history books is pretty cool.
1: And you kind of led me to my next question there, you know, it kind of took social media by store because the fairground <laughs> is one of those racetracks that we grew up on the West coast, but you knew about the Nashville fairgrounds and, you know, some of the drivers that have made their names there, cut their teeth there. And honestly, even still that are racing there, the competition caliber is extremely high. Does it kind of make right. that win that much sweeter knowing, okay, yes, you broke a record, but you had to beat some pretty tough competition, <laughs> you know, to do it.
5: Right. It, it feels really good. Honestly, one of the biggest things about, trying to move my racing out East is I feel like people underestimate the West coast. They're like, Oh, she want to race out West. Not, not a big deal or whatever, but to do that. And we understand the competition level out there, but to come out here and win again and show that like, we do have tough competition on the West coast and our wins are like valid, you know, they actually do mean something. So just to come over here and do that is, is really important to me and I hope we can keep doing it.
1: Yeah. It always makes me giggle when I start talking to people about, the West coast versus the East coast. I'm like, no, I don't think you understand Garrett Evan. I Lang, And the riddle brothers are like our Steven, right. our Bubba Pollard. like, they just don't travel. They're very content being in their little <laughs> right. areas. The competition nonetheless though is, is still pretty intense. How did this opportunity kind of come up? Like you said, you raced there a year ago, but have mm-hmm. kind of been figuring things out is what it kind of seems like what sparked the, all of a sudden, all right, let's do this again.
5: Yeah. So I haven't raced in a few months, but in that time, I've still been doing school, picking up some more classes. And then um, I also made the move to Nashville. So that took a couple weeks out um, in addition to everything else going on. And I've been looking for a ride this whole year. Just it's hard. Like it's hard to come out here. I came from having my own car. So where we could go race every weekend. So now it's, I'm solely running on sponsorship dollars. So that just makes it 10 times harder and it takes a little bit longer to get those races secured and get funds for it. So, um, sorry about that. (laughs) So It just, it makes it a little bit harder to secure those races. And um, I, I definitely wanted to be back in a late model B with uh, Rackley war. They're a really good team to work with last year and, uh, we just understood each other really well. So I knew that we'd click again this time and it worked out in our
1: favor. The wheels are definitely in motion now, you know, a win like that uh, makes it a little bit easier. One would hope to, you know, keep the momentum going. Do you have anything in the works? I know 2021 kind of coming to a close, but do you have anything in the works for next year? What are kind of your goals for 2022?
5: Yeah, I'm kind of revamping my goals. I'd say now, um, just focusing a little bit more on what I want to do with the smaller budget and spending, you know, those sponsorship dollars wisely and getting the most out of them. So, I'm not sure if I'm going to be racing anymore for the rest of 2021. Just kind of focusing on what I can get started for next year, because that's going to come really quick. So trying to get that figured out. I definitely still want to do like the short track scene, late models and everything like that. But anything uh, higher than that, I'm definitely interested in and would be a um, great in addition to the late model stuff. And how much longer do you have in
1: school and what do you kind of go to school for?
5: Yeah, I have just over a year left. So I graduate like next Christmas, which <laughs> will be really exciting because I'm ready for it to be done and focus on a little bit more, um, but I'm def- I'm going in for marketing, which will be nice because we all know that motorsports is like a large percentage of marketing. <laughs> That's what we all do. So hopefully that'll help me get my foot in the door there. Yeah, we always
1: try and figure out, you know, what else can I do besides driving the car to push everything forward. Well, Brittany it was exciting to watch. It was cool to see that pop up on social media. The win, I know a lot of people were excited for you as well, and you know, hopefully the wheels are in motion and we get to see you back in the car sometime soon. Cool. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Again, that is Brittany Zamora, your wheel and engineering driver spotlight for the week here on the Motor Racing Network.
3: The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own.
4: Gamers, start your engines. Meet the next generation of racing wheels. The award-winning Logitech G design is re-engineered to dial into your game physics, delivering unprecedented realism. Feel every shift, drift, and hairpin turn like never before. Our latest innovation in force feedback technology connects directly to end-game simulation engines and physics to produce higher fidelity, real-time responses. Through design, engineering, and the love of driving games, Logitech G takes racing simulation to another level. Go to LogitechG.com.
0: Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights. Whelan also produces white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheeland product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, trusted to perform since 19.
4: Ride on our strength.
1: Welcome back to NASCAR coast to coast here on the motor racing network. A lot of rain kind of plagued the area here in the Southeast, uh, including that of Wake County. The cars tour was supposed to have their second to last race. I can't ever say that word. What is it? Penultimate. 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 The penultimate race uh, was supposed to be on Saturday for the cars tour at Wake County. Mother Nature pushed them into Sunday. Didn't even honestly look like they were going to get it on, on Sunday, but they did the per 175. And Deke McCaskill, a name we haven't seen in victory lane for quite some time, was able to get the win in the Cars Tour. Uh, cool to see him get that, get that victory. I know he was more excited th- – in comparison to the win, he was just more excited to have updated victory lane pictures with his wife, of course, who's had quite the battle, and his daughters. So uh, congratulations to him. They'll actually crown their champion in both the Super Late Model and the Late Model Stock Division this upcoming weekend at South Boston. The Nashville Fairgrounds ran as well, of course, eighths Mile. And a West Coast name, a name that I'm more familiar with, Brittany Zamora, kind of making a one-off start for the year for Rackley War Racing in a Super Late Model one and uh, the first female Kyle to ever win on the five eights at the fairgrounds,
2: which is hard to believe because I feel like that racetrack has been around forever. And obviously yeah. it's been around much longer than, than the super speedway that we've been going to on the national series of NASCAR for the better part of uh dec- almost two decades now. So great for Brittany. It was fun to see her uh, to win that race on Saturday night. And also fun to see the reaction of everybody in, in the infields and in the grandstands when, she took the lead there with about seven laps to go.
1: Also, uh, we've talked about it, some more racing over this past weekend, but we're kind of winding down, Kyle. Seasons, they've all started to crown their champions. The, the National Series is over. We've crowned most of our touring. Uh, we're kind of getting to that, that time of year, and it's almost weird to think about.
2: It is uh, the NASCAR wheel and Euro series for the most part uh, outside of the Arkham Menards West series. The only other division in action last weekend, they had a double header the Grand Prix of Belgium. Uh, Steins Longin picked up the race win on Saturday, holding off Lucas Lazier, a former IMSA sports car driver here in the States. Alan Day, a uh, former and multi-time champion uh, won on day number two, holding off Mark Goossens, another uh, road racing ace here in the States in a race that took 29 minutes and 33 seconds. Uh, there are days where I'm all about that. So I was going to uh,
1: say, I wish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. A very quick race. Uh, it was available on, on the NASCAR Wheel and Euro YouTube page and some of their other social media platforms to view live, and you can go back and, and rewatch those events. Uh, one weekend ago, uh, the Grand Prix of Italy coming up in two weeks' time, October 30th and 31st, Loris Hazeman. The championship leader by 21 points over Vittori, Vittorio Garelli, easy for me to say. He is 21 points back. Giammarco Orcoli, 23 points back. Lucas, Lucas Lazier and Alan Day round out the top five within 35 points. And speaking of Loris uh there was announced this week a, a new NASCAR Cup Series team coming into the program for next year. They're going to run part-time. It's going to be the Team Hesburg, number 27 car that we'll see. Next year, they are teaming up with the Rayon brothers, who we know in the, in the NASCAR trucks and in the NASCAR Xfinity series. Uh, the drivers will be Loris Hazeman, who will run some races. And uh, I can't wait to see him at the racetrack, but Jacques Villeneuve uh, in, in a NASCAR Cup Series car. That should be awesome. Uh, obviously, a Formula One champion, an Indy 500 winner, and has found so much success these last couple seasons in the NASCAR Wheel and Euro Series. So uh, good to see the NASCAR Wheel and Euro Series now represented here in the States at our top level.
1: See, now all we need is just to get LP Dumoulin a ride, That's and then right. we'll have we'll have the crossover that everyone's been waiting for. That's
2: right. Absolutely. And then maybe like maybe Ruben Garcia uh, from the NASCAR Mexico series.
1: Perfect. See, just put us in charge, Kyle. That's all we're asking for. Well, this weekend I'll be headed off to South Boston for that Cars Tour Championship race. Kyle, Stafford's season is over. What are you going to do with yourself?
2: We have uh, one more event here in Connecticut at the Speed Bowl in New London, Connecticut. So I will probably go to that on Sunday, and then that's it. We're done uh, up here for the most part in the Northeast. Uh, all the other tracks are are shut down and preparing for 2022.
1: Crazy to think that 2022 around the horizon. Again, we want to send a congratulations to LP Dumoulin on his championship and all those that collected wins over the past weekend. We'll have more to talk about here on Coast Coast next week. I'm Hannah Newhouse for Kyle Ricky and producer Craig Moore. We'll see you guys next week here on the Motor Racing Network.